Hey everybody, you're listening to Don't Be Afraid of Your Dreams, the podcast where we talk about the movies we love and the monsters we all face. I'm your host David Anderson, and today is October 17th, 2020, A Course in Fearicles, Day 17. Saturday night's all right for Friday. I hope you're having a great weekend. The countdown continues. The big night is two weeks from today. That means we still have two more weeks of Halloween fun to look forward to. Good. Sometimes life is good. So today I want to ask you to think about a piece of art that has inspired you and maybe to spend some time with it. Can you think of one or several things that resonate with you so strongly that you wish you had created them yourself? or that you feel like you did in some alternate universe. You feel like maybe you did create them because they feel so personal to you, almost as if they were plucked from your mind. There are a few things I can cite and describe that way, and most of them are songs. As much as I love film and live performance, I don't think I respond to anything quite as strongly as I respond to music. Nothing else has quite the same power to meet me where I am, when I need it the most, or to elevate me if I need that. Certain songs, I feel like, oh, if there was a machine into which you could feed your DNA or your soul to be unwound and rewoven into a song, it would be this song or this film or this painting or this book, whatever it is. Isn't it amazing when someone we don't even know can create something that we respond to so deeply? I would just love to know what some of those are for you. I'm going to give you two examples, and I'm going to keep them kind of light for our Saturday together. I'm going to choose two music videos because they combine two of my favorite things, music and visual storytelling. And the first one is Self Control by Laura Branigan. Yes, I am a child of the 80s. I adore this song and its accompanying video. You may or may not be aware that the Laura Branigan version is actually a cover, and the original was by an Italian singer called Raph. I love them both. If you haven't heard the original, go check it out. It's a little more sleazy, it's a little more dirty, and it kind of makes you feel like you're in an underground German discotheque where forbidden sexy things are going to happen. Mm, tell me more. As a self-professed creature of the night, the lyrics really do something for me. In the day, nothing matters. It's the nighttime that flatters, ain't it the truth? I live among the creatures of the night. I haven't got the will to try and fight. Mm, and why would I even want to try to fight? Now, as a very, very young kid, for some reason, we had a block of videos recorded off of MTV. I imagine my sister must have just been recording whatever was on. And the video for self-control was on there. And I would dig it out and put it on when nobody was around because it was weird and sexy and scary in a way that I didn't really understand at that age. And it definitely felt like something I shouldn't be watching and might get in trouble for watching. And I couldn't have told you why, but there's like a sexy guy in a white mask, kind of like Michael Myers or the Phantom of the Opera, and flowing gauzy fabric and running down hallways, and it's all delightfully 80s and bonkers. And it kind of perfectly encapsulated and encapsulates, I guess, everything I am and everything I want to be. That video and song always stuck with me, and it was only later that I found out that it was directed by William Friedkin, who directed The Exorcist. No wonder I was so drawn to it as a kid. Sexy spooky is my aesthetic and exactly what I want to be, everything I want to be. So go watch the video, and if you had a similar experience with something that awakened your sexuality and your spookiness, I'd love to hear what it was. And I'll give you another one, Alive by Goldfrapp. The song was released in 2010, but it is very influenced by the 80s, and that is my 
language. If the song doesn't get you gyrating and shooting invisible laser beams out your hands, there might be something wrong with you. But as if the song itself wasn't great on its own, the video, seriously, you guys, the video, the video for Alive is what the inside of my brain looks like. It's got vampires. It's got pentagrams and goth guys doing aerobics. It's got fog machines and predatory women and leotards. It is so, so ridiculous and hilarious, and it fills me with tremendous, tremendous joy. And I just feel this irrational kinship with it. Like, this video gets me. That's one of the reasons why I bristle a little bit when someone tries to dismiss something as less than, as just pop culture or just entertainment. I think every creative act, regardless of the creator's intention, is sacred and important because you never know who might need it or who it has come here to serve. I've had a couple of interesting discussions this weekend about taking oneself and what one loves seriously, even if other people don't. If something is important to you, it's important, period. And you don't need to make any excuses or qualify anything or dismissively laugh anything off, and that includes anything you delight in experiencing or celebrating. Halloween, for example, but even something as seemingly unimportant as a music video that makes you smile and makes you feel seen. I got an amazing email from a listener and friend of the show, hi Kevin, that was so meaningful to me and made me want to stand up and say, yes, I might have actually done that. Kevin is going to come on the show for a chat, I hope, but I'm going to read a bit from his email because he so beautifully captures the meaning and importance of Halloween in a way that I 100% respond to and relate to for sure. I hope you don't mind, Kevin. I came to the conclusion that Halloween is very important for all kinds of reasons and that I'm losing touch with the cycle of the year and having proper releases for the energy that builds up. We're harming ourselves. We need to indulge our imaginations, our sense of fantasy. We need to try on other persona. We need to give our dark side a healthy outlet. We need to feed the gators, to quote Stephen King. We need to act out the madman lest we become him. We need to meaningfully probe death and its mysteries and honor our ancestors. We need to get in touch with the fullness of the earth as harvest season arrives in its ripeness. We need to listen to the rustle of the dry corn and tall grass and wonder about things. We need to think about the past and wonder how truly past any of it is. We need to wonder if the dead really stay dead. We need to look at the full moon and feel the animal tide in our blood. We need to look at the stars and the dark night sky and imagine Imagine both being a witch flying on a broomstick through it and being an early American settler subjugating women and repressing ourselves and fearing such an entity and what she represents. We need the communal energy of meeting all those people in the streets, checking each other out. We need to let the kids eat all the candy, all the teeth rotting corn syrup jacked junk. It's a real fucking holiday honoring real and important things. Amen. So spend some time with something that delights or inspires you today. And if it's something that seems inconsequential or even silly to other people, that is perfect. And I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye. This show is an Unreliable Narrator production. For more information, visit unreliablenarrator.org.